0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Live coast to coast on the BetQL network and wherever you may be in the world on your Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's free. Download it today and take us with you. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL, and of course on YouTube as well, alongside Aaron Hawksworth and Joe Ostrowski. I'm Chris Mack. Jason Logan of Covers.com joins us in 40 minutes uh, to talk more Super Bowl props, including novelty props. Could we possibly get any deeper into the conversation of what the set list will look like for the halftime show? Don't worry. Jason's doing the research. We'll crunch the numbers with him. NFL year in review wraps up with the final division of the eight we've talked about. In retrospect, the AFC West coming up in 20 minutes, but just three days until kickoff. A little more than 72 hours, Super Bowl 58 in Vegas. We got him back, our guy, Charge Paul Charchi in a fantasy football weekly and guillotine leagues. Follow him on socials as well, at Paul Charchi. And Charge. thanks for joining us today, men. Super Bowl 58, we're down to the last game of the year all kinds of different angles on this thing but one that i think a lot of people agree on if they like the niners is it's gonna have to be a christian mccaffrey game uh let's start there let's start with the rushing attacks for both of these teams in particular for the niners if they don't want to have to play from behind again like they have in the playoffs is it a cmc heavy game
2: it really is and the way to beat the chiefs is on the ground As reverse exemplified by Todd Munkin's moronic scheme last week, only giving his runners six carries and they scored 10 points. And if you go back to the wild card round, Raheem Morris only got eight carries against Kansas City and Miami scored seven points. If you want to break out of the seven and 10 point games, for the love of God, run the ball. You know, they should have done it last week. (laughs) Christian McCaffrey's attempt number, 18 and a half, pretty much universally everywhere. In Chiefs losses, Teams averaged a very healthy 23 carries and almost five full yards per game. We don't need the 23 carries, but if there are 23, Christian McCaffrey's going over 18 and a half. Eliza Mitchell's not sniping a bunch of carries here. And the five times that an opposing runner against Kansas City has gone to that 19 carry threshold that we're looking at, Kansas City went two and three in those games. Niners finished number one in run block rate by Pro Football Focus. Chiefs were dead last in run stuff win rate by ESPN. The path that leaves the least resistance here is on the ground, Christian McCaffrey. We're going to take over on attempts.
0: All right. Let's uh, let's talk about Brock Purdy. Love your approach here. You had a couple a uh, couple of different props. We we know how tough the passing matchup could be, yeah. but I, I know there's been a trend lately uh with Brock. What do you think? Yeah,
2: we're going to dip Brock two different ways here. We're going to go under on passing yards. You know, if you love Christian McCaffrey you get a lot of work, we got to take we're going to take away from Brock here as well. Uh, the passing yardage number shoppable to right around 248 and a half passing yards. Let me give you some data. Now I'm going back 13 games, but I'm going to take out two games. I'm taking out week 18 when Kansas City didn't play their starters. And I'm also taking out a game in which Kansas City effectively pushed this line. The other 11 quarterbacks that have faced Kansas City, Chiefs have held 9 of the 11 under Purdy's line 248 and a half and the average passing game over those 11 games 192 yards 192 we're talking about getting 248 and a half that gives us 55 6 yards of wiggle room right here that's a that is a tremendous opportunity love this chance Kansas City ranks third best in yards per completion meaning they the they the passes they do give up are short passes so we may not get the big explosive games uh games from brock purdy that'll help us hit the under as well
1: what are you gonna do with debo samuel against the lions he had 89 receiving yards and only seven rushing but obviously this is a player that could be used in multiple facets in this game so what do you plan to do with him
2: yeah that that was last game we're gonna go against both of those trends here and let me tell you why so first Debo Samuel, we're going to go over on receiving yards, 59 and a half. shoppable to that that level. He hit the over last week, as as you mentioned, Aaron. uh, But he had been under five straight games before that. And I really want to hone in on his individual matchups. So Debo runs a lot from the slot. That puts him up against first-round cornerback Trent McDuffie. And he's really good. Over his last 10 games, he's allowing two catches for 28 yards in his coverage. That's it. So then you might be thinking, well, what if they kick Debo Samuel outside? Well, Legereus Sneed plays outside, and while he'll be on Brandon Ayuk a lot, he'll also be able to flex over to Samuel if they want. And he gives up two and a half catches for 28 yards per game, so it doesn't get any easier out there. So I don't like the individual matchups here for Debo Samuel. Run heavy game, as I mentioned before. We're going to play the under on receiving yards.
1: So, Charge, let's let's go this direction then because the logic you're laying out makes a ton of sense, but we're talking about a, a lot of under in receiving and passing, over and rushing, yeah. whether it's attempts or yards. Do we have mm-hmm. any receiving overs, whether it's in catches or yards that we like? Not on the
2: Niner side. I don't have any that I like on the Niners' side. My um, worry sure. on Ayuk, um, and it, I think his num- his line is fair, uh, but my worry on Ayuk is that he does end up getting um, LeJarius Snead for most of this game, and then that it could be that could be a death sentence for Brandon Ayuk. That worries me a little bit. And then Kittle, mm-hmm. extremely unreliable in any game Debo Samuel plays. The times you hit Kittle are when Debo Samuel's out. So I couldn't I couldn't get to him either here. So I don't I don't like the overs for any of the Niners receivers.
0: Okay, I I, I know it's not uh, an official recommendation, but. You know, you take a deep dive into uh, the prop bets for both sides, and you know, based on what you just said, the total has not been moving in this game. Like it opened forty-eight, it's back yeah. down to forty-seven and a half. Rock solid all week. Like it doesn't seem like anything is swaying there. Um, since you don't think the Niners are going to push the ball down the field, are you? Are you thinking scoring is going to be a little bit limited? I do. I would play the
2: under. Um, And, you know, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't analyze for, for who's going to win the game. Um, So I'm not giving you that angle, but I I think there's a lot of ways that the under can hit in this one. Um, And that's, you know, that's a, to me, that's, I wouldn't call it a concern. I can, it's an opportunity. Even if Christian McCaffrey hits the over 18 and a half attempts that we love, this could be a much more of a ball control game. Do you want Brock Purdy to try to win or lose your game? Or do you want Christian McCaffrey? (laughs) to try to win or lose uh-huh. the game. Right. So, <laughs> right. Um, let me hit on one more that we talked about Debo Samuel. We didn't mention the rushing yards. Do we have a moment to get to that?
1: Yeah. we Yes. Have. Let's do it. Let's do it.
2: I like the over on rushing yards. Uh, I'm seeing the line at either 15 and a half, 16 and a half rushing yards for Debo. So we're going to give you some really unusual data here that I think you're going to like Kansas city saw the fifth most wide receiver rushing attempts in the regular season. And in this postseason. Jalen Waddle got a rushing attempt. Stefan Diggs, Zay Flowers all got carries against the Chiefs. Waddle, Diggs, and Flowers don't normally get carries. So this suggests that opposing coordinators, they're seeing something exploitable from wide receivers running against Kansas City. And, of course, Debo Samuel's great at that. He led all wide receivers in rushing attempts, rushing yards, and he averaged six yards per carry, which is awfully impressive. And I'll give you a couple, couple more quick uh, Debo stats. Samuel led all. All non-running backs at 3.4 yards after contact. That's a running back number from Debo Samuel. He's, you know, first contact, he's still piling up 3.4 yards. So, uh, and by the way, an insane 31% breakaway percentage, which is gains of at least 15 yards. A third of his carries are going for at least 15 yards. If he hits one of those, we've just gone over right there. So, Debo Samuel, like the over on rushing yards.
1: What about Noah Gray? Uh, I haven't heard a lot of people mention him. You've got a prop you like for him, right?
2: I do. And this is why this is such a weird segment, because we talk about weird stuff like Noah Gray, who you can get at over 10.5 receiving yards, between 10.5 and 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 12.5. But every yard counts when we're at this low of a number. You you don't get a, a lot of backup tight end data. Here it comes. Over the final five weeks of the regular season, Niners defense dead last in tight end yards allowed. And in the playoffs, Detroit's tight ends just piled up 105 yards. Weirdly, San Francisco gets hammered by backup tight ends. We're going to go all the way back to week 11. I'm going to give you some depth tight ends who have hit Noah Gray's over. You're going to wonder who these guys are and if they're even in the league. Week 11, Payne Durham. Week 12, Will Disley. Week 14, Colby Parkinson. Week 15, Elijah Higgins and Jeff Swain. Week 16, Charlie Kohler. Week 18, Bryson Hopkins. Divisional round, a hobbled Luke Musgrave hit the over. Last game, Anthony Firkster nearly hit the over. So in total, the last 10 San Francisco games, eight backup tight ends have gone over Noah Gray's line. Ten and a half oh. receiving yards. Gray runs 18 routes per game. He averages 10 yards per catch. I just need him to catch one pass. That's it. And if this compels I you, that. you might want to consider Noah Gray's anytime touchdown plus 950. But the official
1: recommendation over 10 and a half receiving yards.
0: What do you think? I like that well, one. He
1: j- I, I like that angle a lot, and he just hit his season high in targets, matched his season high in targets last week. I know he came down with two catches for eight yards or whatever it was, but yeah, five targets last week against Baltimore. Yeah. I like that. So, what, Charge, what, what's what's the game plan for you? What's the plan of attack for Sunday? Is it down in the basement, uh, dark and alone <laughs> so you can focus on the game? Is it at a Super <laughs> Bowl party so you can take advantage of the food and the drinks? What's the game plan for Sunday Sunday evening for you? Well, I'm glad you
2: asked. I've hosted a Super Bowl party for about 15 straight years. I invited you guys. Nobody answered um, a little bit. <laughs> and Paul's going without cancel, us, apparently had to cancel <laughs> it a couple days ago because and take this as a warning, everybody turned uh-huh. out the water line that runs into the refrigerator for the ice cube maker had developed a leak. You don't know that for days no. and days because it's leaking no. under your refrigerator. And then no. a couple days ago, I'm walking around and my 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 wood in my kitchen is all starting to warp. I'm like, okay, what gives? Start That's investigating, the floor's wet and it's in a big radius around, around the refrigerator. The so we had oh. to call in one of the mold remediation people. They brought in 12 fans and dehumidifiers in my kitchen. They tore up, they had to tore, tear up the walls, looking for mold. They tore up the floors. The whole house is a disaster, Super Bowl dead. Super Bowl party dead, and now I'm just going to be sitting alone watching the Super
0: Bowl with
2: my wife. Man, that's a that
0: sucks. I need I need a fridge upgrade too. That's a that's that's necessary. Was it old fridge or just a random 14 occurrence? Fourteen year old fridge. They sell oh, yeah. little
2: these these little pucks you can buy that you can stick it behind now now stick it behind your fridge and they're, the just, they're just monitoring for water. Right, yeah, and I've then got the those. Alarm yeah. And I need that. yeah, Put it. I have it yeah, too. People, put it in the fridge.
0: Yep. Necessary. Yep. Understand. Uh, we, we were talking off air right before we came back live uh, about, about your Vikings. You work up at uh, KFan in Minneapolis. And sure the yeah. big story is what about Cousins' future? What do you think happens if you were to take a stab at Vikings starting quarterback week one? Who is it?
2: It is not Kirk Cousins. I think it'll be a one of the second tier of, of rookie quarterbacks in this draft class. They're not going to be able to get up to one, two, and three because those teams all are taking quarterbacks. They'll have to make do with the best of that next tier of quarterback. Vikings picking at 11. uh, They'll probably move down to take that guy. Why not Kirk Cousins, you might be asking? Here's why. Because the Falcons and the Steelers and maybe the Bucks and maybe the Broncos, there's going to be a bidding war, very very potentially, for Kirk Cousins, who I'll remind listeners and viewers, when he went down, led the NFL in passing yards and touchdowns. I mean, he looked better than virtually every quarterback in the league at the moment he went down. Achilles injury is not great for a quarterback, but it's not like he was fleet of foot anyway. So not right. a death sentence for him. I just think there's so many teams that need quarterback. The price will be too high. The Vikings have to sign Justin Jefferson to the highest paid non quarterback contract in the league. They're not going to be able to pay both. Yeah. They're going to reset the position. I believe. Wow.
1: I don't ask this fields? as a completely and totally. You want, you want,
0: you want pick it? The uh, no. three of us have quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say
1: we've all got issues here, Charge. We can deal. <laughs> we can make uh, a move. I hear here. you.
2: I hear you. Pick it. Oh man, I feel for you, my man. That's that is tough. Pittsburgh's a wild card. You know, at some point you're gonna be able to bet where Kirk Cousins is gonna go. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. is a fascinating wild card. Mike Tomlin needs to win now. <laughs> he they don't they can't. Yeah. Mike Tomlin does not have the luxury of t- of going to another first round pick quarterback that doesn't work out. That'll be the end of
1: him. Yeah, yeah. That'll be. So uh, here's the thing though. Forty five mil. Like this, uh, I don't know if the Steelers, if you're going to be able to convince a member of the Rooney family to pry forty five million dollars out of their pocket to pay for Kirk Cousins. Especially, what's the prognosis? Is he ready week one? Yeah, he'll be ready week one. Yeah,
2: way ahead All of right. progress, right ahead of schedule right now. He's been rehabbing this thing since the day after. I mean, it's been, yeah, nonstop for him. He's He'll be ready to start the season.
0: Charge, we brought that up to him the other day. just messing with uh, Chris a little bit. And he said, What? Bringing him. We get what? One more win? Like, come the, on. There's no, a that's much not wider gap. Come on, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but they're, the they're, Delta, there's somehow Clark a 10 wins in Mason this Rudolph. Year.
1: Oh yeah that, there, but that was a gap but that's there's yeah, a gap that's not on cousins, cousins and rudolph i'll grant that but like yeah. the steelers are a 10 win team are we going to spend 45 mil to be an 11 win team
2: no I mean, you're going to spend 45 <laughs> mil to be a 14 win team and go host playoff games that's what Whoa. you're going to do your quarterback costs you four
1: wins oh pick it definitely trubisky alone cost them three yeah, right. wins so right <laughs> but but joe 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 knows that story firsthand as well charge <laughs> yeah. thanks so much for the time man we appreciate thank it thank you for Enjoy great season game. love love good luck on all the bets we'll do it again absolutely thanks, we'll catch up maybe around uh around draft time paul charchian of guillotine leagues and fantasy football weekly follow him on social at paul charchian it's betql daily presented by betmgm make sure to take us with you on your odyssey app it's free Download it today Speaking of places that need quarterbacks, Denver is one of them. Vegas as well. NFL Year in Review wraps up with the AFC West next here on BetQL Daily.
0: We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by
2: MGM on the BetQL Network.